You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. When I text, I auto-text, and I, I always say dot, 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 so it became something that everyone made fun of me for the entire run of the show. I was like, Terry Ann, dot, 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 the muffin pan is not an emergency. She goes, excuse me, did you just say the muffin pan is not an emergency? I was like, I did. Oh, what? my God. <laughs> this is the Nikki and Bree Show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode on the Nikki and Bree Show You are all so very lucky because today we have a really special episode. We have the co-stars from Firefly Lane. If you're like me, I am obsessed with that show and we are so excited to have Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk on the show, but also we have someone subbing in for Nicole while she's off filming in Nashville. 
we have Artem. Whoop, whoop. It's so nice to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much, Artem, for joining. So I got you an Americano. So Artem's obsessed with Americanos. So I got you one from Monday Bakery. I hope it's still warm. It actually is warm. Is it? Yeah. No, it is warm. Can I just say this? I used to love Americanos, too, Mm -hmm. but they're always so hot. I feel like it takes me an hour before I can drink it. Mm, it's actually a really good one too. Is it? And yeah. that I let's see. It's I got that forty five minutes ago. By the way, wow! And actually, it's a good temperature. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um, it's actually cool because right now at Monday Bakery, you can get our Bonita Bonita wine. So if you're in downtown Napa, just pop on in, and we have our champagne there, and I think our Sauvignon Blanc. I guess I should know this, but yeah, I was in I there this morning well, waiting for the coffee, doing <laughs> videos. But actually, I was just there before coming in. I had a little little bite. Oh, really? What'd you get? Yeah. Um, what is it called? It's just like an egg with a thing on top and they bake it. You Did you get the ham one? No, they had like the one with spinach, I think. Spinach and cheese. Oh. Gruyere cheese. So Artem, socially, everyone was really, really upset that our live show didn't air. Because, you know, we, we said there was all this fun stuff we said on the show. And I feel like all our live shows always go from zero to a hundred. I don't know if it's the margaritas or what it is or the amazing live crowd, but everyone wanted to hear a lot of what you said. So I thought before we really get into this, mm-hmm. what are three things that you could tell everyone if you remember about the live show? Three things. Well, it was very naughty. That's one. Because for the first <laughs> part of the show, I was just sitting in the audience. And I remember because every time there was a referral like, oh, I wish I see Artem's face over here and over there. And everybody keep looking at me. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't really react or say anything yet because I'm going to go up on stage and then I have a perfect opportunity to speak up. And there was one moment by the time I was getting behind the stage, to the stage, something happened. I still don't know what happened. But Nicole apologized to me like 75 times before me walking on stage. And I'm just curious to know, what was it? I mean, I don't even know, to be honest. I, I mean, I, I'd actually, I have no idea. But she, I know. Oh, you're just saying that. No. <laughs> yeah, my be. Can I just tell you, a lot of times the next morning I wake up uh, and I'm like, what did I say last night? I'm like, oh, goodness. But well, so I actually really don't remember. I would have to really sit down and think about it. Yeah. Well, one thing I know, there was a lot of margaritas on stage and all the glasses was there. And I was like, wow, this was uh, this was a good night out. That's for sure. And you know, what's funny is I totally was like, I'm only going to have two. And yeah. that you always you, you always say that the best thing they say like we're gonna have a half an alcohol, but then they have like seventeen of them. I'm like, we might as well have half <laughs> of that and just have a full alcohol, you know. Uh, but other things, three things. Well, I think that was one of them. It was really funny. I mean, I don't know. It was just so spontaneous. What I love about live shows, they're very spontaneous. Even though you try to organize like what do you want to talk about and all of that, it's just kind of like you always stir a little bit away because obviously when you're performing live, you always concentrating what audience likes to hear and their reaction. And I think it more emphasizes that. And uh, yeah, it was just funny. It was just really, really funny. I mean, I remember I was dipping everybody who was coming up on stage because it was like a must thing to do. Yeah. And then we played a lot of games. We did, We actually played a lot of games, which there was one I do remember with you. Which one? Was it, did you play Never? I never? Never have I ever. Yes. Yes. We did play that game. Oh, that was, that's true. You see, I even forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you that I forgot that. 
Should we bring that up or maybe not? No, I don't know. You have, gonna to, give it up. you have to come to a live show to hear all that. But, you know, I have to say, it's always a good time. And I know people were bummed. They couldn't hear it. But, you know. I can't believe it, actually. I was so disappointed because it was a really, really, really good show. And I feel like, ugh, how can you, you know, like, get that? Is it the audio thing? Is that yeah. where I'm wrong? I wish there was a way. But I will say, I and I just actually remember this right now, you dipped Amy Dumas, so Lita. Yes. You dipped. I remember that. Yes. She was very strong. Yes. Yeah. It was actually a good dip. I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah I think we were like head bump a little bit. But you can't oh, did see you? It. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see it. I think because her hair flew around. It was around. like, a, who's the leader? Who leads over here? And I was like, well, actually, it's me. <laughs> but see, I feel like in Dancing with the Stars, everyone probably does that where they are just like, it's natural to lead. And you guys, it probably drives you guys insane. It's just hard to let go, you know, your own being so and being led it's 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 very challenging you have to surrender and people just don't want to surrender but then they do you know I after know, a couple of attempts they're like it's actually easy if you just surrender i'm like well it's true so well see that's how i think it would be easier to surrender but i feel like i would have an issue like i'd really have to work through that be like okay brie just let go like just be loose like and i think it, you know what it is with dancing it's all the steps. Like, I don't know. You guys are really good at counting. Like, the counting <laughs> yeah, is <we> are. hard. <laughs> we're great counting up to eight. Past I know. eight counts is like, it's all blah, 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 blah. But up to eight counts, we're really good. Well, and also, but it's like five, six, seven, eight, one, two, three. Like, there'll be so many different ways you guys count to eight. Yeah. And I'm always, it throws me. And I'm like, why is this so hard, the counting? Yeah. And then the ball, ball chain, ball Kickball change. Kickball. I mean that. Was the jive? That's the one we used to. We, when we were in Tahoe, that's the one we rehearsed a little bit. Was the, and that was, was the jive, so right? hard for me. Yeah, kickball change is tough, especially when you add like end counts. People sometimes don't realize. So there is like eight counts, one through eight, but there is also end counts, which could be in between those counts, which is makes it faster. So unless you know, it's like a chemistry. What is it called? The table the thing with all the little things. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm going to say in Russian, Tablica Mendeleeva. I think it's Mendeleev's table, the guy who created... Or in, you know what? Don't quote me on this one. But anyway, unless you know what you're talking about, I think it's extremely hard to understand. But then I always say, everybody learn differently. You know, some people learn by the lyrics. Some people learn by the sounds in the music or some kind of instrumental sounds. Some people learn by the counts. And I think... Being on Dancing with the Stars, you kind of like adapt yourself to like what works for this specific person because it's very individual take on everyone, you know, everybody's so different. So yeah, you just, you just figure it out the way. I'm a lyric person. There you and go. I think it's because, which actually I, it makes me excited with um, Catherine and Sarah coming on because Firefly Lane, they do this a lot, but I just, you grow up singing and dancing like yeah. as girls in your bedroom and they do that mm -hmm. a lot on the show which I love. And that was how Nicole and I, so I feel like for me, I've just conditioned myself to sing and dance like la 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 and like know my movements with the words. That's how I feel it. Yeah. So that is easier for me than counting, but because we are talking about dancing, mm -hmm. um, it was really sad to hear the news about Len Goodman. And I know uh, you were so upset and I would love for you to tell our listeners some really beautiful memories you have of him and just his influence he had on your career. Well, there's a really cool, um, the first experience was Len I had when I did Strictly Come Dancing back in the UK. It was the very first season of Dancing with the Stars that I've ever done. And uh, it was a very special season for me because I remember Len being super tough on me. 
you know, and there was one dance that I did, which was an American Smooth, and all the judges gave us a 10 and then gave us a 6. And I was like, come on, Lani, are you serious? And he's just guy that you want to win over because it means absolute worlds because he's so consistent with what he wants to see and he's he knows what he's talking about he's experiencing ballroom dance not every judge let's just say on dancing with the stars experience in specifically ballroom and latin style of dance uh some of them come from theater background some of them come from the pop background so len was one of those people where you're like okay i really have to make sure that he likes it you know he was always about having a content, uh, the dance that you're dancing has to represent that specific style of dance. And it just kind of kept all of the dancers like, okay, we have to deliver this because we know if we're not doing it, we're going to get scored low. Um, and I remember this moment when I was doing an American Smooth and I was doing like lifts and stuff and there was not a lot of dance in frame. And uh, I had to change the dance for the finale because they made me do this dance again, <laughs> kind of like a redemption stuff. And I put more stuff into it, and I put more frame and work, and he finally gave us a 10. I was like, yes. Aww. Uh, but Len was such a great guy. The things about Len, he's so, he's extremely funny, like extremely funny, and um, very, very genuine about stuff. And he made, the one thing that I really admire, when any male celebrity came on the show, he always give them such a good criticism to be better and to get better. And I feel like people who really took his advice really moved forward and really achieved something, you know, on the show. But I don't know, just like he's seven and from Lena to 10. I mean, his, li his one-liners were just so iconic that I feel like no one would be able to replace him, you know, I where he you. was. and. I've seen some comments like that generation of Dancing with the Stars is gone. You know, it's, it's, it's like almost like the new era of Dancing with the Stars, you know, because that era is gone, which is kind of sad because all I think of, if you just pronounce this thing, Dancing with the Stars, all pops up in your mind is like, for me personally, it's, it's Len and mm -hmm. that's like the biggest face of the show, you know, and yeah, it's, it's a hard one. I know. You know. Do you think there's anyone out there who could take his place as a judge? No, I truly don't think so. I think people, whoever comes in the position will be obviously different and bring a different energy and bring a different value to it, for sure. Um, 100%. But th there, there, is, there is no such thing. Len is, was irreplaceable and is irreplaceable. So, yeah. Gosh, she really was. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you do say... When you think of Dancing with Stars, you think of Len. And I, that is really true. Even for someone like me who yeah. is a newer fan of Dancing with the Stars. Um, so I can't imagine all the people who started off with Len from season one. Uh, he's just someone I always think about. Um, so it's so sad. But um, yeah. I he's, just... He's you know, banter was so funny, too. It was. And so they needed someone British serious. And yeah. And someone to really, like, say how it is. Yeah. And I loved that about him. Well, Art of Mother's Day is coming up, and no. I thought it would be really fun. Is it the 14th? Is it the 14th? Is I actually 14th? think you're right. Okay, yes. I hope I'm right. What, do you have any plans no, for my sister? No, I have sister? no plans, actually. <laughs> you know, because this is the thing. Last time I planned for us to go to have a really nice dinner, and because like, oh, I'm not feeling it today. I'm just too tired, and I'm like, okay. So I'm just, I don't know. I got I, I, I to gotta figure it out. 
Yeah. I mean, I will say my sister, I feel like always expects like, you know, something she to go She says diamond. You can't go wrong with diamonds. You know? No, you don't but have I'm to like, get her a diamond. Do not get her a diamond. I'm not getting diamonds for Mother's Day. No, get her flowers. That, but that's like I always do. That's like not news Perfect. anymore, you know? No. It's like, ugh, get the flowers. No, get her flowers. That's it. You're going to get flowers needs. and all you're going to get is flowers. <laughs> that's it. Oh, my God. And I'm going to pick them up from like side of the road. Yeah, there you go. What are those called? Wildflowers. Or which the, ones? The, the, the Daisies, tulips. No. The, the the Napa not Napa flowers the puppies whatever oh the mustard yeah no not the mustard the puppy you know like this like an orangey flower it looks like a, a, a poppy yeah I think it's um, a puppy or something puppy but apparently they're legal to pick up so oh yeah you I don't took do one that. and I was like oh no. <laughs> so I hope I'm not gonna get in trouble Nicole will kick my ass saying this but keep it simple <laughs> well I want to hear what are if anything I'll be like Brie told me that so exactly. go and attack Brie not yeah. me yeah come at me girl. Um, so because, I want to. Well, you know what? Actually, I'm, I wonder what she got me for the Father's Day. Actually, why? Well, mm. I feel like she got you luggage. Am I wrong? No, oh, no. Didn't she I get you like not. a bag? No, I think it was like a chocolate, some kind of like a coffee maker, like the one you put it on the stove or something. No, that was for my birthday. Oh yeah. I yeah, don't know. Nicole got to step up her game with the gift, gift department. Because, Hear that, Nicole? Because when it's diamonds and other things from daddy better step out of that game too okay well i i want to hear what are like three things that you love being nicole's husband and then three things being mateo's dad well mateo's dad is like given everything is the best things yeah so yesterday um yesterday i got mateo the like the echo mic oh my gosh nicole sent me the video and he was singing songs is the best thing actually. We can both sing songs and we both finish each other's sentences. So his favorite obviously the the alphabet, A, B, C, yeah. D. <laughs> so we literally was last night sitting at the table and I was like, A, B, C. And he was good. D, E, F, G. And then I continue to <laughs> go back and forth. Oh, it's the best. And then we sing Twinkle Twinkle. He nailed that one. Um so cute. So yeah, I mean, everything is amazing with him. Like, going to trains. We, we, we always go to farmer's market on Saturday whenever I'm home. And then we go see, uh, go to the train station. We go see trains. I got really scared last time. Because the train, you know, like, they make the sound. The oh, yeah. Shh. And which is and so he got like, oh! mm-hmm. And he literally grabbed onto me like, oh, this is the best. Oh. It's like, train, do it again. I'm sorry, Tate. I just love being hiking. <laughs> um, so that, and then we walk a lot and now he's like i want to go this way i want to go that way which is trouble because it's always away from the house or away from the car never towards the car and it's kind of like okay we gotta turn around we gotta like go this way and he's like no 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 this way (laughs) come on man that's gonna be another mile um nicole favorite things i mean there's so many so so many but one some of them are really actually funny like one of the funny ones which is it's it's kind of favorite, but kind of like also annoying big time when she <laughs> says like, "Yeah, I told you that." I, I yeah, you were like standing right next to me when when I was on the phone telling to Bree, and I was like, "You didn't tell me that. You told Bree that, and it just I happened to be standing close to you. Doesn't mean I actually like you were telling me that because I'm, I'm not listening to what you're talking to people on the phone to. Like that's just given." Right, so she loves saying that. Oh yeah, yeah, we talk about. It. I told you that. I'm like, nope, you didn't. <laughs> Favorite things. I mean, she's very thoughtful. You know, she's always. 
care of me. And whenever I'm flying in from conventions late night, she's like, do you want me to order takeout? I'm like, oh, okay. She does have and, a big heart that way, right? Um, Yeah. So that's fun. I mean, there is so many. Yeah. Really. It is tough. It's fun. You just when it comes to Mother's Day, I feel like as a mom and, you know, when it's Father's Day, you feel the same kind of when it's just like days leading up to it. You just feel like everyone like just amps up the cheesiness and the emotional part of like you're just the greatest mom in the world and all those things so it's really yeah. fun but you know it's funny because her and i obsessed with firefly lane which we're so lucky we have Catherine and sarah up next but when i watched i just binged this last season and it's a tearjerker they've been number one on netflix for the last week i see why this last season's incredible there's so much depth but their relationship as best friends, it reminds me of Nicole and I. And even though we're sisters, mm. but how they are and just do life, I'm like, Artem and Brian need to watch this just to understand. Like, we're not alone in the world because I feel like so many people are like this. But I told Nicole, I'm like, I think I was crying so hard throughout this series because I was visioning like us. Like, because they go back and show these um moments in the past is like girls together and then kind of what they're going through as adults. And I'm like, it is so us. It's crazy. But so it's funny when you say <laughs> Nicole, how like, I feel like everything we do, we always assume we tell you and Brian. Oh yeah. It's, it's, but it's, we always tell each other first. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the rest of the world somehow need to like, should know that. And I'm like, Nope, doesn't work that way. You could actually say it to me. I feel like I'm I'm gonna figure out a strategy. Where I have to like put something a board on a wall, and if you didn't tell me that, it's not on the board. You didn't tell me that. I know. I actually, Brian and I always will talk about that. Brian's really good at writing everything down, and I I'm not, and so I just always assume I tell him things, and he's like, "But you didn't," and then I'm like, "Well, I can't. I guess I can't get mad at you then." But I do always feel like I do. But I will say this. All right, I, Brian, I'm with you on this yeah. one. But I will say, I feel like Nicole and I do always sing like your and Brian's praises, like you guys being married to us. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you guys are just such incredible people to be able to put up with this type of relationship Nicole and I have, because I do feel like it's a marriage of, well, I guess if we include Brian, there's four of us in this marriage, but for you, it's like being married to two people and for Brian being married to two and not everyone can deal with that. And you guys do such a beautiful job. We have no choice. That is true. So, but, but, but we'll love it to look, I'm, look, I'm not going to, I'm not very happy that that is the case. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it almost like there is you, you and Nicole, like here in the middle and me and Brian outside, <laughs> but me and Brian does not necessarily get connected. We just get connected like this. So like, so now you're going to go home and binge watch Firefly Lane and you're going to get it because no, I actually saw the, I think I saw the first season. Did you Nicole. see it? So yeah. you saw, you saw their relationship yeah. and how they are. Yeah. And so, I remember like going, they're going back and forth. Like when I was a kid and I was a little sound as a doll. Like I remember that part. Yeah. Yeah. And they just, everything they do in the series, maybe it's why I'm so obsessed with it is just like how Nicole and I live life, which is pretty incredible. And I am so excited to have them on. And Nikki and I were lucky enough to interview them last week before she left for Nashville. So we're going to take a quick break, but coming up next, we have Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chuck. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. 
Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm-hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. 
And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Well, Catherine and Sarah, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. This is such a treat. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Nikki and I are obsessed with Firefly Lane. Binge city for us. And even with our mother, it's so cute. Like we all binge it together. We're texting each other during the episodes. My husband, Artem, was very upset that I binged it without him. And so when I was telling him what I was doing today, I was like, talking about like, can't you wait to see the last season? He's like, no, because you watched it without me. <laughs> so now I have to watch it by myself. And I'm like, well, you know what? It, it's one of those shows you just can't wait to watch. And it's no. like, sorry, if you're not home that night, you miss out. Yeah. <laughs> so, talking Firefly Lane, how does it feel being the last season? Sad. Yeah. I loved it. I love the job. I love the people. I loved the story. I love the character. Uh, I love that it shot in my hometown and, um, and I loved, uh, hanging out with that group of people every day and that you can't really replicate. So, um, I will miss it for sure. It was just such an extraordinary experience and it's just this remarkable bittersweetness, I guess. It was really hard to say goodbye to these characters. I fell so deeply in love with them in this relationship and it felt so real to me in so many ways and it was just hard to let them go. And But I walked away with a friend for life and many friends for life and it was an extraordinary experience. So there's all that sweetness about it too. So I can't be too, too bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I even felt so sad when I heard it was the last season, because I do have to say both your characters, you do fall so deeply connected to them and you learn a lot from them. Mm -hmm. I think it was such a great time and, you know, life where you're working on yourselves, but like, I know I'm someone who works a lot in from my childhood and explains a lot of what I do in life. And so I connected so much to that. And I think I mean, almost everyone we've talked to yeah. just has fallen in love with that. And your chemistry, both of your chemistry on screen, it's like as if you were sisters. I agree. Was that chemistry like the first time you read together? Were you just like, whoa, like we should have been doing this like forever? I think it was the first time we met. We were like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is going to be really fun. Um, this yeah. <laughs> it's almost an unfair advantage, quite frankly. Like it was just, it was so so effortless and easy with Sarah instantly. And I think anytime you're around somebody with the kind of heart Sarah has, you know, it just changes everything that all defenses, all insecurities, all fears of just what it can be to go into the world and make new friends uh, goes right away. Cause you're dealing with somebody who is just um, innately good and decent and kind and accepting. So I got to just be myself instantly. And it was such a relief. I love that. Yeah, that's that so beautiful. I'm sure it's like music to everyone's ears because you as best friends on screen was just such a, a treasure. Is there any fun stories or experiences that you both have had on set the last couple seasons? <laughs> like almost too many to count, but I'll let's say <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's, it's sort of like uh, every day. We should have kept a diary. Should've I know. The like zoom out picture is that it was just... Um, you know, it was 
so hard doing that the last seven they're emotional and you're doing all these scenes and thank god that we had as much fun as we did because we would just be i mean in the middle of something really challenging and then we would just like take a break get out of it and make each other laugh and i i feel like if like for specific things that stand out it was just like whether it's you know you have 20 minutes during a lighting setup and often you know people will just disperse or whatever and we would just hang out and be like and then what happened and then what happened <laughs> and uh we had you know ridiculous traditions that just kind of develop over time and it's part of the gift of coming back to a season and coming back to a show as opposed to starting a new one you know we would our whole as a cast we would do these ridiculous vocal warm-up tongue twisters even if it was like a dancing scene where you weren't speaking you didn't need to <laughs> warm up your voice i don't need to warm up my voice anyways so i'm not really i don't need to do that anyways on a job but we had we had i'm uh, like can we kind of hear one of them oh my god <laughs> susie works in a shoe shine shop where she shines she sits and where she sits she shines no oh please brie try oh, that oh gosh i would love that um it's the worst with s's try it uh, Su susie shines <laughs> Uh, you lost. Susie works at a shoe shine shop. <laughs> where she shines, she sits, and where she sits, she shines. Oh, gosh, where she shits? Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <Sis. laughs> dang it. Well, you where know, Susie sits. had a shit. Yeah. Oh, dang right. it. And, and shine. Then, Damn. And then we just go off, we just devolve into these weird stories about Susie and where she was working and what was happening in the shop. And then. <laughs> It actually took it home with me. Like my my daughter, who was five at the time, she'd be like falling asleep, and she'd be like, "What's that place that Susie works, Mama?" <laughs> I'd be like, "She works in the shoe shine shop." And and then of course for a five year old to try it and then to you know say shit by accident and then lose yeah. Your mind. Um, but it was that, and we had you know we after everybody had been in lockdown for so long, you know, we finally got to go back to work with all these people. So I'd have game nights at my house, and we'd all play running charades and it would devolve into an evening of dancing and um and uh doing the lift from, from dirty dancing every oh, yeah. oh yes <laughs> not maybe um and uh and we had um we put an embargo on anybody filming at those parties. <laughs> <laughs> totally any of this <laughs> oh my god I love yeah that, that was an important embargo we were just recapping before um how uh you come into the green room and I guess I would kind of spread out a little bit. Cause like if there's 11 people and only two are working, you kind of just sit in a chair beside the person you're talking to. So like if Ben wasn't there, then I would sit there and I put my jacket on Lauren's chair and I put my phone maybe over here and then maybe my soup. So then I came in one day and there was just yellow post-it notes cause I wasn't aware of this behavior. So then I would just have it be yellow post-it notes like, Sarah's soup chair, Sarah's jacket chair, Sarah's script chair, Sarah's sides chair, Sarah's Instagram backdrop, Sarah's support plant, Sarah's like, it was just like, everyone was like, okay, got it. Message received. I need to rein it in. Just bring it together, put it on my chair. Yeah. So that's what I need to do for you. This is good. I'm going to do a post-it thing. Okay. Yeah. Just post-it thing. That's all you yeah. know. Then, then I'll It's just because we walk into a room and I just feel very welcome. So, you know, I can yeah. a soup chair and a jacket chair and. Yeah. That's the way you, you know. should. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Nikki and I, every time we'd go out to the wrestling ring, we'd always do a, a certain ritual where we'd get in our warrior pose, or we'd like say these certain prayers together before we'd go out and entertain the audience. Do either of you have any rituals before you would go into a scene that you kind of do all the well, time? I mean, they would do Susie sells seashells. Well, Shoot. I'm yes. But you know, <laughs> there was some of that. That's <laughs> 
mostly we were literally like talking like this and talking to each other about whatever's going on in each other's lives. And they go, <laughs> like, okay. And we'd go immediately into like our characters. We're like, we didn't have to be like, stop. Can you stop talking? <laughs> <laughs> totally. It was always very quickly because you always get a lot in, in between takes. So then yeah. and it was like they would say cut and then you just pick up where you left off. Right. And then I said to them. Also, also four takes. I, you know, you've got, I had a, so the first season, I guess my daughter was like three and um, my son was nine. And so like, you know, it's just like all that stuff of balancing, like being a mom and working and so I guess what I learned about myself is when I, when I text, I auto text and I, I always say dot, dot, dot. So it became something that everyone made fun of me for the entire run of the show, because before a scene we'd be rolling and I'd be like, um, Terry Ann, dot, 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 my, so the hockey equipment is in the left garage. If you go under the thing, don't forget that dot, dot, dot. And so <laughs> I, I would just get mocked for this all the time. And there was one time where we had to get teacher gifts. And so I had asked Terri Ann if she would pick up for me some muffin mixes. And while she was there, she was like, is there anything else? And I said, you know, I, I don't think I've got a muffin pan. And so she was, she said, there's no muffin pan here. Is it an emergency? Like, do you, like, she was wondering if I needed to make muffins that night, which I did not. So we're about like, they were literally like rolling, but I didn't want her waiting on me. And I was like, Terri Ann, dot, dot, dot. The muffin pan is not an emergency. Brendan, all he overhears, and they've already been making so much fun of me about this. So all he overhears, he goes, "Excuse me, did you just say the muffin pan is not an emergency?" I was like, "I did." You always know what's going on in Sarah's life. She's dictating into her phone. Oh my god, (laughs) that is me. Have you ever on auto text said space, and then it's like, "But I wanted a space in something," and I'll say the word space, but they write it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And then the it's... know you as well as Sarah's phone knows her. It will do what you want it to do. <laughs> I need but to get it, there, Sarah. But then it creates another problem because when you don't like there's one of the cast members and I who only text in writing out emojis in long form. So it has to be like party hat emoji, <laughs> thumbs up emoji, sad face upside down. Like and but then it will just make the emoji, but I want it to be in long form. So yeah. That's yeah. The yeah. See, see what I hate when I do it, I always will say my husband's name, Brian, but they always spell it the wrong way. So I feel like when these text messages go out to people, they're like, they don't even, she doesn't even spell her husband's name right. <laughs> and I never like correct it because, you know, you're going fast. And yeah. But I'm yeah. like, I should probably start correcting that because people probably think I don't know how to spell Brian's name right. It yeah. always spells it wrong. Yeah. Well, I just need to start doing dot, dot, dot because see, I do yeah. space, 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 but I need dot, dot, dot. dot. Yeah, you got to get your punctuation in there. You got to really understand all of that. And uh, yeah, Sarah's got a real beat on it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love that. So when the season came to an end, do you guys do any fun celebrations? I mean, you guys seem like such a close cast. Was there anything fun? I mean, I think one of those awesome game night parties at Sarah's was kind of towards the end of filming. So I'm so grateful we had that because I do feel in a way that that was kind of like our big last hurrah. Yeah. Um, and it's very generous of her to have all of us over there. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> muffins. I hope there were muffins from the muffin pan. Yeah. yeah. I said, I hope there were muffins from the muffin pan. Oh, yeah. Muffin pan that night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah I feel Which like we, the last night. day was always super emotional. You know, like everybody is gathered. And I remember my kids came um, to visit that night. And so 
they were in my trailer and it's just like on a last day, there's just a different energy to it. Right. And everybody's kind of like running in and out of everyone's trailers. And, and, uh, it's, it's kind of amazing. You get any work done on a last day of shooting, to be honest, on any job I can remember in, uh, history, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it, uh, it was really, I think both of my kids walked away wanting to act after that. And I was like, that's not really what my job is. guys. That was just sort of like an all day party. Yeah. Um, but, um, it yeah, was interesting because that last, episode we had a lot of like really beautiful scenes to shoot that felt like goodbyes you know like we had that front scene where they were like guys we're just going to do this in one take so just and it's you know without sound so we're just going to put beautiful music over it go ahead and talk and enjoy each other and eat the food they've put before you which you typically well you kind of get to eat during eating scenes but like not like this because you know you're not going to do 400 takes so we were just like okay you know, <laughs> we were all together in this beautiful setting at this, you know, beautiful house, having brunch and getting to have that experience. And that was one of our last days of filming. It was like the last, maybe last week or last episode of filming. I can't remember exactly, but we had a lot of that. And it was really awesome because that doesn't always happen. It's so true. And and that week was like, you know, depending on like if a cast member finished a scene, then that would wrap them out. So it was sort of like a series of yeah. goodbyes that kind of yeah. was drawn out over a couple of weeks because somebody would be done and it would be their last scene. And then there would be a huge goodbye session and then another one the next day and then another one the next day. Yeah, oh, I love that. And because I could tell like this series is so close to both your hearts, is there something that you want people to take away from this last season when they watch it? Mm-hmm. I was say one of the cool takeaways of the first one after it had aired was, you know, people saying it just made me reach out to my best friend Mm -hmm. and I just watched them all. And then I called them or we watched it together. And I think especially after, you know, everything happened with COVID and people didn't get to see everyone as much as they wanted to. um, We heard that kind of a little bit again after two part one aired. So I feel like if that's a takeaway that people come out of it and they kind of reflect on how important their best friend is to them or that their friendships are to them or the people in close to them and their lives are or their siblings or whatever. Um, I think that would be a pretty cool takeaway to have. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I think that for me, that's kind of it too. I just, I feel like the perspective of it that, you know, it really hits home the idea of what matters most in life, like what really matters most. And it's so easy to get confused and distracted and just immersed in the hustle of what living can be, but what I think is real life, what is truly the purpose and meaning of life are those relationships, how you treat them, how you value them, how you grow in them. And that to me is the message of this particular story and why I love it so much, because I do think it's such a purposeful story. And I do think it's so relatable and I do think it's what it is just an overwhelmingly true look at what matters. I agree. And I feel like so many people do take that away. And I have to say, you know, there's so many series out there that, you know, you'll watch and binge, but this one, you both should be so proud because I can't believe how many people we talk to and you do, you take something away from it when you watch whether it's you're calling your best friend or a family member, but you feel something from both your characters that I feel like we can all learn in life and just with mental health and the struggles, but coming, like getting over them and through them. So, um, gosh, congratulations on just such a beautiful series. And it's sad to see it done, I will say, but um, congratulations. Well, I always say I look forward to the movie. 
because I feel like <laughs> series like this, you always right? need a movie. I agree. But, yeah. Yes. So Netflix. Okay, that's maybe how we bring the band back together. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. Awesome. We got to know like the years down the road and it's the two hour movie. Yeah. We got, we need the movie. Yeah. So, so we just I'm hashtag just, it to Netflix. Yeah. Or I'm going <laughs> to just put on my vision board. <laughs> Dogs are an important part of our lives and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you got to check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one and done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease. Plus, it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So, the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus chews. They're the one and done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash good plan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Oh, thank you both for being on the podcast. And we always do love to end our podcast with a little bit of inspiration, affirmation. So I don't know if there's any motto that you both live by that you would love to share with our listeners or a quote. One that I was raised with, one of my dad's favorite ones is the best time to plant an apple orchard was 20 years ago and the second best time is today. Ooh, I love that. I've never heard that. I've never heard powerful. that either. I like it. My mother says things to me like you can't have your cake and eat it too. And if you want to dance... <laughs> pay the band um <laughs> i was like 10 and i was like what does that even mean why couldn't i eat my cake um <laughs> but now i think i read in a book recently that and i really loved it and it's very you know it's been said and said and said but essentially why borrow tomorrow's problems today so i've been trying to repeat that to myself quite a bit lately like stop projecting and stop worrying about tomorrow and the next day and the next week and the next month just Stay present. Stay right here, right now. Oh my gosh, that's a good one, especially as moms. Yeah, I feel Art. like I'm. Yeah, I'm yeah. such a worrier, and I'm always yeah. thinking about the future. And I'm like, I can't. I need to stop doing this and be present. I know. Yeah. Yes. Am I allowed to have two? I have a second. Oh one. yes, we love. Yes. It. Um, so <laughs> I just saw Zach's movie, A Good Person, which is so moving. And so, have you seen it? It's so beautiful. Oh, no. Okay, oh, I need to put that on my list. And so at the end, there's this tattoo that Morgan Freeman's character gets it says Amar Fati which means love your fate and I've just thought a lot about that since and I thought it was so beautiful wow I love that love, love your, your fate, fate. Oh. I gotta that that's gonna take <laughs> some time mm, I like it what does it mean <laughs> yeah oh. love your fate you guys have to see this movie it's so good it's so moving good person oh that's good what person? it's called yeah Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman are both that's tonight's watch that. breathtaking. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us and taking the time. I know. Really it, it a lot to us. That you guys came on oh, yeah. the podcast. I mean, so we called you. our mom right away. We're like, you're not going to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. You did. No, thank you I for know. having us. Yeah. yeah. Talk to you guys. Yes, it was so great. You guys have a beautiful day. You too. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Wow. I have to say that is definitely going down as one of my favorite interviews so far. Wow. That was really special. Thank you so much, Catherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk for coming on. And please make sure to catch Firefly Lane, the final seven episodes streaming now on Netflix. Make sure to grab a box of tissues. You're going to need it. And look for videos on the Nikki and Bree shows, IG page, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. All right, everyone. Have a great week and see you next time. Becoming your strongest financial self? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. Get it today at northwesternmutual.com slash good plan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.